It's not perfect. It's not great. It's not shitty either. It's good. So why, why try to fix it? But they're missing on the part that if you don't, if, if your relationship is good right now, and if you're not working towards getting it to great, eventually it's gonna be shitty. This is Vivian Velasquez. And this is Raul Velasquez. Welcome to the God, Money, and Purpose podcast. Welcome to the God, Money, and Purpose podcast. My name is Raul Velasquez, and I'm here with a beautiful co-host. Vivian Velasquez. And we are live here on Facebook. And if you're watching us in YouTube, just make sure that you leave a comment. If you're watching us on Facebook, make sure you leave a comment. If you're watching us through Instagram, make sure you connect with us, post a comment, and let us know where you're watching us from. So today, yes. we have a very exciting uh, show we're going to talk about today. Every time is exciting. Today, I didn't really like the topic because I kind of feel like I'm going to be like talking too much. <laughs> talking too much because we're talking about mistakes that men make. Yes. <laughs> so before we were having this conversation, uh, we're going to be uh, 21 years in our marriage this month. That's right. Month of September. I can't believe it's September, September. already. It's so exciting. It's crazy. September 12th. So they're 12, 21 yes. years. And uh, yes. Vi and I were talking about how many mistakes we've made, how many things that we've messed up in the last 21 years. And, and if we could do it over again, how, we would do anything different. And the truth is, you know, for me, I wouldn't do anything different because every mistake kind of led me to, uh, <laughs> to an answer, man. I see that you're laughing. I, I don't probably, know about that. I, I wouldn't would change a thing. I, I'm good. I mean, I wouldn't change a thing either because it's gotten us to the place where we are today. But I think there's, if, if I knew a couple of things, if I knew some things that I know now, maybe it would have saved me a lot of heartache. And I know it would have hurt and, you know, would have saved us both a lot of um, fights that did not need to happen just because, you know, our understanding is so different. And I think it's a lot of the times that we we don't know these things. And, and the reason why we come on this show is because, you know, we I truly believe in love and I believe in marriages and I know that it, they could change not by changing the other person, but by changing yourself. And that is my biggest intention for anyone that is listening to this. It's like, you know, Raul and I have been married 21 years and it's such an amazing, beautiful, um, just a journey, right? I wouldn't change anything because we are who we are and it's been such a blessing, but I would have... I would like to give someone else that is listening to this just a little bit of insight because maybe we didn't have all this information back mm. then. Maybe we weren't ready to listen to it. I don't know. But if we would have been, maybe there wasn't enough of, of, of this communication, of this you know, openness because for us is really being vulnerable and telling people like how we messed up, how we treated each other wrong. And sometimes that hurts. Like It hurts for me to to go back and to remember those things and and the beautiful thing is like we when we go back and we we go again in our mind through the fights and the things that we said we actually get to clean up that space mm-hmm. and but, that's the good part about it and another thing that we looking back at the experience looking back at our lives we we look at stages right multiple stages yeah. of the versions that we were and i had a conversation today with a guy who applied from a program and you know, he knows how to make, you know, build companies. He knows how to make money. He he knows how to connect with God. But the one place where he was struggling is in his relationships because he constantly sabotaged relationships. And I think that's where the patterns for us 
when we start looking at the rooted cause, it's like the main thing that we were not taught in school, that we're not taught, uh, not even in church. I mean, like, no. you know, we, we have a, a church foundation. We got married and we have Bible studies before getting married, but they never taught us about kind of, you know, how hard it was going to be. They, they yeah. told us, you know, you have God and pray and go to church and hope shit works out. <laughs> but 50% of marriages still end up in divorce. And yeah. especially in the Christian community, in the, in the church community, I think those those uh, stats are even higher. Yeah, because we, we don't talk about it. And it's even even for us, like me thinking like on the stuff that we do, right? Like I, I, I put a lot of the stuff out there of what I'm going through right now. And sometimes I catch myself. I'm like, I wish that I could share more more of the bad things that I went through. But the thing is, like for me, is I don't one, I don't remember it. Because it's been so long that like we, our life, and not to say that we're in a good place, but we're in a great place. We shifted a lot of our mentality. So we are not fighting or we're not, you know, going through what we went through. At the same time, it's like if we just, you know, the reason why I could teach other women to have an amazing, um, beautiful marriage is because I put myself in that place because I was there. Because you put in the work. I was in you, the place. You put in the work. Yeah, I was in the place where I felt lost or I felt like, God, I don't love this man anymore. I just want to like kill him because he doesn't understand me or he doesn't see me or whatever the situation was, right? Like we feel alone, like we feel just unheard. Um, but if we try to understand each other, if we try to help out each other without pointing the fingers and without judging each other, I I truly do believe that we could be the best of friends and we could have a beautiful loving marriage it doesn't it doesn't um happen by coincidence it doesn't no. happen by chance it happens like first starting no, you doesn't. to work on you and me to work on me because you know if you listen to this podcast long enough you know that we went through a journey that i had to start working on me and i said fuck what everybody else thinks i'm gonna do yeah. uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna find yeah. out what my edge is find out you know what i need to go through and go through my tunnel in order for me to to help everybody else. And I think that's the mistakes that we make is that I want you to, to complete me. I want you to uh, uh, love me. And, and I need you to uh, to think I'm your hero. I'm your king. And the moment that I have that needy energy, we repel each other. Same thing for women, you know, yeah. and, and the they, they shift happened when you and I started just working on ourselves and said, okay, I need to be a, a, a man that owns himself. You need to be a woman that owns herself. And then from from that place, we come together and right. we actually complement each other, each other yeah. but not from a place of, I need you, you need me. We want to be with each other. Yes. But it doesn't stop us from making mistakes. It doesn't no. stop us. It's not a, it's not a fairy no. tale. It's not like you know, all of a sudden you arrive. I, I don't believe we're never going to arrive. We're constantly going through through, through the battlefield. But let me tell you, Raul, 21 years. And that's I think that's the reason why I like to celebrate so much is because I could actually like see you and see like what a shift like what a change and for me like that's that's like a big time celebration it's like from where we were to where we are today i'm telling you like i just i'm if telling we, you if we can make it 21 years i'm telling you they have party. you have hope you have hope you, have, you, you can make celebrate. it so definitely uh connect with us right now and and chime in let us know what are the three biggest mistakes that you think men make because we gotta focus on men just because we could take the punches we were debating about the title <laughs> and we we're gonna put like people or women and say you know what we need sometimes as men to to be called out and see what mistakes we're making because i'll tell you right now as as a man I love the feedback. I love yes. the feedback because if you tell a man what he's doing wrong and how he could he could improve, improve yes. he will do yes, whatever yes. it is yes. in his power to get better. 
Yes, but I totally if, agree with that. Uh, you know, and, and women are different. I think that if we tell you something, you guys will continue to do it despite the, the situation because you think you're wrong. I mean, you think you're right. <laughs> I think that the biggest mistake that men make is thinking that women are wrong, but women are right. Well, and then I would say like, okay, take it with a grain of salt. This could be for men, but it could also be for women because I actually, I see myself in this list of, of things that, you know, like we'll go down the list, but you, if you see yourself, like take it, take it, don't tell anybody, don't tell them that you're wrong, but just see what is, what is a part of you that you could change in your relationship, in your life, whether it's with your husband, with your kids, with God, with yourself, like just see yourself and you know, nobody's watching. Nobody's judging you. And man, if you're watching this, listening to this, and you already get an offender because you think we're judging you, fuck off. <laughs> because the reality is that you need to get stronger uh, <laughs> to get the feedback. You need to really, you know, get, have more of these conversations to get the feedback. That, that life is always giving us feedback. Sometimes we need to get punched in the face to get stronger, to get better. That's right. So go ahead. What's the first thing? What's the first uh, thing that men get wrong in a relationship? Okay, there's there's a whole there's a whole bunch of lists <laughs> that we can make, but I think we kind of just narrowed it down. And I think one of the biggest things that make the the men make a mistake on or or do wrong is that they have they they confuse this two intimacy and quality time. Mm. And I know that sometimes when we sit down in in our couch, which I love to do, like I love to sit there with you. And you go and you pick your movie and most of the time it's like something bloody or just, you know, like, I wouldn't say horror, but it's just like a lot of, what would you say? Like, uh, what is it? Action has to be, has to be action. It has to be bloody sometimes. It has to be something, something that, that, uh, most of my times I, most of my time I'm like, my eyes are closed and my ears are closed, but I'm just cuddling with you and I'd love to feel the warmth of your body. And that's my thing, right? So you're picking your movie and I'm just sitting there. And for me, like I, you, th you think that is quality time, right? But for me, it's not quality time because it's like, I don't like the movie. I'm afraid. I'm probably going to have nightmares. I just wish I could talk or maybe I wish I could like pick a chick flick and then feel really like love and fuzzy on the inside and then go to sleep. So so that's the mistake. We think Big difference, right? Our quality time is the same quality time as you. And, and the reality is that, you know, quality time is different. Uh, of course. And, and every time, like we have an app for, for the guys that are coach and we are always measuring the the quality time and measuring how we show love and and i saw a pattern like i'm i'm putting in my point saying hey i'm showing love by putting quality time but then i'm looking at the quality time is, what is really quality what's time? quality time yeah. and really how much of that quality time i was present mm. because sometimes we think that just because we're in the same room i'm spending quality time with each other but the reality is that we just we're just taking up space i'm in the phone you're in your phone yes. we're doing different things and we're not really connecting Yes. And that's the quality time, I believe, women want. <laughs> I was going to say, that's, that is quality time. That is not quality time. That's what you want. But then for a man, to be honest with you, quality time for me is just you being there, being there with me. I mean, I, I take that on. And, and, and that's, that's the difference between men and women, that uh, our world, it could seem like we're doing the same thing, but we're doing two completely different things. So then one of the questions that you you had for me a long time ago you said to me like vivian what has to happen for you to feel loved and i think that was the most beautiful question that you could ask me and at the same time it was like kind of like it made me mad because i didn't know how to answer you but i know that i wanted to give you like a whole list so i said just give me some time and i'm going to give you that answer because when when we as women realize like what we want and how we feel loved 
then we could have this communication and I could tell you and I pray and I hope that you will continue to do those things that I'm telling you because if I'm telling you like I feel loved when you take your phone and put it away and come walk with me down the driveway and we see the foliage change and you just whisper sweet nothings in my ear like that is very precise what I'm telling you now if you come to walk with me with your phone with the kids with the dog and don't even pay attention to me then obviously then you know I'm not feeling loved so then it's like okay are you listening to what I'm trying to tell you but the first step is for us knowing what it is that we want to know how we feel loved because that was a beautiful question it just opened up a whole thing for me it's like I needed to do homework on myself and then I needed to tell you and then like I said I hope that you were gonna follow through and that, that question, I remember exactly when I asked it. It was September 2011. Don't say September 12th. It was September 2011 <laughs> because that was the time that we went to Dominican Republic. We had a, a, it was our anniversary and we were in a beautiful setting and then we started to have this conversation and that's when I realized that the things that you wanted or the things that you were looking to be loved, I wasn't doing it. So it really opened up a different kind of worms realizing that we were not happy with each other. I wasn't happy with the situation. You were not happy and we were yep. just reacting or yep. just having a status quo relationship, not necessarily growing a grown relationship. But just you giving me that feedback, in my mind, I'm thinking, what's wrong with including the family, right? I'm, that's, for me, that's quality time, right? Yeah. The dog, the kids, man, I, I love all that. But for you... Oh, so do I. Don't get me wrong. But, like, but for you, deeper love, feeling love is being... Uh, having the attention 100%. And I think that's where the mistakes that, that as men we make is like, hey, I'm, I'm showing love and appreciation. We have grandma, we have grandpa, we have the whole family, especially coming from a Latin culture. Yes. We love yes. to bring everyone in. I mean, I remember my parents, you know, going on vacation and we had 20 people, you know, going on vacation yes. with us. Yes. And that's the, uh, that's the difference too in cultures. Right, what, what makes you feel you come from a small family? I was just gonna say that that's like a, not even cultures. It's just like how we grew up, and you grew up with a big family, and I didn't. So like for me to feel loved is like my dedicated time, and and sometimes I would think like that's selfish of me to like ask so much time. But then when I stepped into this queen mentality, it's like I deserve this time. I like I deserve to feel loved and to be seen and to be held for as long as I. I, I can for as long as you could give me this time. And that's my time. Not to take away from your family, not to take away from my kids. But if we don't have this quality time, if we don't if we don't have this connection and this bond between you and I, then Yeah, then everything else. Then it's like, you know, and, and you know this. And and for you men that are watching out there, it's like the minute that the connection between your spouse or your partner or your lover goes wrong, then everything else is like a, a domino effect. It's like if your wife doesn't feel connected and feel loved and everything else like starts to crumble. And I think that part of the connection and the communication too is for women to give themselves the permission to tell their man exactly that, that feedback. Because yeah. the worst place to be is like, shit, I'm thinking I'm doing everything right. <laughs> I'm thinking that I'm spending quality time. I'm thinking that you want to watch the horror movie or the action movie. Yeah. I'm thinking I have all this said and all of a sudden you have a negative attitude or a bad face. <laughs> And then I'm like, thinking to myself, what else does she want? Because we don't talk about it. And, and if you don't yeah, tell me, and yeah. if we don't communicate, then I'm thinking, you know, that, that she doesn't want to be with me. Yeah. But the reality is we're not in the same page. We're yeah. not even, you know, reading even sometimes the same book. That's right. So then quality time versus intimacy. What Also what we need is the intimacy is, is you guys being 
vulnerable. And I think this is something that was really hard for you because, you know, you think of intimacy and you think of like just sex, right? I was, I mean, when it's intimacy, the first thing comes in right? is, okay, we're going to have sex. That's right. <laughs> that's that's, that's, that's uh, intimacy not, for a man. That's not everything for us. Then intimacy is more like you being vulnerable and you having this deeper connection of like a connection, emotional connection, physical connection, and a spiritual connection. And when you have, I mean, you don't need to have all of those at the same time, but when you start to have those, and that's the intimacy that I would say, like for me, that's what I was looking for. Not just the performance of sex. I think that's what we talk about the the stages, right? When we got married, the first stage, you know, intimacy was just sex. And then as we continue to evolve in a relationship, intimacy became more of a, a spiritual connection, more of a, a deeper connection, not just and it's the, not the always physical, that. It's not always but that, it's, right? It's a, it's a, it's a connection. It's <laughs> yeah. like you know when 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 you get sick, for example, right? Oh yeah. You know that you know it was a it was an awakening for me to see like you know all those things that in my mind in the every morning when I face my darkness and I face my fears. My biggest fear is for my kids to get sick, for you to get sick, for my family to get sick. And then when it happened, it really opened up that part of me that feel feels vulnerable. That, and that really that's that the part and that's the part that we love and and that's the part that sometimes men are afraid to share and that's the part like with you was something that even got us to connect at a deeper level because you like i i i don't even want to cry but like every time i would see you come to my bed like i would see that fear that you had of you losing me and then it was like oh my gosh like he loves me like i know that you love me but it's like he loves me like you know he he really truly does love me and i am his everything and i know that you say that to me but it's like one thing to say it another thing to feel it and it's that vulnerability that allows you to feel it and that is like the intimate part and then from that place is like that is like a spiritual type of sex because there is a deeper connection than just like you know just sex i think we take people for granted and we take each other for granted, especially yeah. couples, you know, 20 plus, you know, 21 years married yeah. is easy yeah. for us to kind of look at it and say, okay, you're going to be there, f- you know, forever. Yeah. Like we're going to grow all together. Yeah. Right. You never but, know. But you know, when yeah. situations like this happen, when, yeah. you know, health comes in and, and we hear this stuff, then we really have to start looking at, you know, are, are we preparing ourselves, you know, and, and really enjoying this time and instead of fighting with each other. Yes. Yes. So what's the second, the second thing that men get wrong in relationships? <laughs> that was deep. Um, I think the second one that the men get wrong is we've talked a little bit about learning the love language. And I think, you know, if you don't know it, Gary Chapman is an amazing author and teaches you about the five love languages. Go get the book, do the quiz, learn the love language. The mistake that we make, the men make, if you want to say it that way, is that we don't continue to speak that love mm. language. Like we forget, we stop doing that. And I know for a lot of men it's physical touch. And, you know, like I forget, like I just, I don't know, get preoccupied with everything else and I don't make that a priority. And then I have to catch myself all the time because if if I am preaching this to you, it's also to me, like it's to me too. And I have to remember, it's like, oh, my man's, prime love language is physical touch and then it's like okay how how can i come back to that how can obviously it's not hard (laughs) i know exactly what you like but it's like that reminder so i think i speak for myself but also to men like forget to continue to speak the love language and 
and more more than continue to speak the love language, ask because a lot of the times your love language evolves. And it could be physical touch and all of a sudden it could change and it could be, you know, acts of service or I don't know, gifts, whatever it is that it's for you. I think that for, for a man it's so crucial to know like the exact language that a woman needs so we could know exactly what to do because so most of the time we're just guessing <laughs> most of the time we're just putting shit on the wall hoping it sticks especially in relationships and and i always say business is easy compared to relationships that's right and yeah. when it comes to relationships we have to start paying more attention we have have to be more attentive we have to start speaking that language and just continue to innovate you know what does it mean to have quality time what does it mean to have acts of service what does it mean Ask. you know when when your wife uh wants uh, connection Quality time. Uh, what does it mean you know all those things and start digging deeper and ask more questions and some of the things that i look at uh when you want quality time is okay what else what else can we do yeah. you know what what can we experience and this is like what we said before like sometimes it can get mundane sometimes yes. we forget to innovate sometimes we forget to to surprise each other yes. and do different things and that actually leads us to the third one well what men do wrong is like and I would say, not, I can't just say men because it's like we forget to have some sense of right, variety in our life, some sense of surprise. Mm. You know, it's like we forget, like we, we like that. That's what keeps our relationship alive. Because if, if you do the same things all the time, then it's like, oh, uh, you know, it's like it's so such a routine. Yeah, you got to get out of the routine. Especially when you're in a long-term relationship. Like if you are going from relationship to relationship, it's like, you know, you get butterflies like every week, you know, because like you're going to meet something someone new. new. Something new. It, it's always that, right? But when you're in a relationship for a long term, like surprising one another, even even I'm even thinking like, you know, we talked in another podcast of like how you could be a different character, how you could show up and be like a different persona. That is a surprise in itself. You know, it's and that's that's a little bit more uh, different topic and maybe even for my my queen's corner for us to talk about that. But it's like imagine like what a surprise to show up and be like a different persona for your man even for yourself, like that's something different. And that's the hardest thing to do for women is like to get out of this box that we think like the relationship has to look like this. And I think it comes with us, one, allowing ourselves a permission to be all these different colors and to be vulnerable to, to with our partner, you know, like- To take, also take risks. You know, I guess that for example, I was coming home, yeah. you asked me to pick up some sushi. Uh -huh. I went there and I and you said it's gonna be in the curbside uh, in the curbside place, uh -huh. and I, I went to the restaurant, yeah. and I saw my name, said Raul, in, in a couple of bags, and I grabbed those bags, and I went home, and, and I thought, you know, you yeah, had an army, an yeah. army uh, of, of uh, the kids' friends at the house because it was a lot of food. Yeah. And then when I came home, you said, this is not our food. This is not what we order. Yeah. And it was for another Raul, I guess, that ordered the, this food. But when we opened up, it was all kinds of variety. I mean, oh, my different, gosh. Different things. So at, at the end, we were happily surprised that the food that, they, that Raul ordered, the previous Raul order was better than their- It was their, very healthy. It was better than the order that, that we did. Yeah. But we wouldn't take, so that's just that surprise- Surprise element, Created yeah. a different energy, even to try different things. Things I, I probably wouldn't have tried. And I think that that's as right. men, we just get caught up in, you know, I like this, so I'm gonna continue to order mm -hmm. this. 
or I like this in my marriage. I'm going to continue to do this in my marriage. I like so, and that's what happens in their business too. But as men, we don't do that too much in our business because yeah. we know that the moment that we do that in our business, our competition gets gets uh, the upper hand on us. So we're constantly looking to innovate, to have different marketing strategies, to have different sales strategies, to be able to have different products. And when it comes to our marriage, you want to try the same thing that worked. Shit, it worked 21 years ago. We're going to stick to I'm it. We're going to stick to it. You know, yeah. in sex, in intimacy, in quality time, we need to continue to treat our marriage, our connection with God the same way that we treat our business, yeah. innovation. Yeah. Because if you don't have innovation, you're going you're gonna to continue little by little to start lose that connection. Yes. And then, like I said, you just fall into like the rut of the routine. And and I would say one of the things to men is like allow yourself, because I think a lot of the times us women, like we think that you don't need certain things or you don't need change or whatever it is, but allow men, allow yourself to be open to to doing something different and 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 i think you know it helped me when you were open about it and you were open and you were honest as to what you wanted to see change in the relationship and at the beginning like it it kind of hurt me because it's like oh okay is this towards me like am i doing something wrong am i not being the wife that i need to be like i'm doing all of this and you want more but then I had to like step back and see like, well, my man is asking for something. He's he's giving me some sort of like feedback. It's not directed to me personally. It's directed to this relationship. Mm. And how can we grow? How can we put our two cents in and how can we allow this to flourish? So it's not necessarily like to me to what I'm doing wrong. And I and I think that's one of the best things that you did for me is like just being honest and being open as to like what you would like to see. And even from time to time, like I, I love to hear what you have to say. And, and I often ask you and, and you often give me feedback and you always say to me, like, it's not directed to you. It's, 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 feedback. it's just feedback. And I'm like, but yeah, it, but yeah, it's also you're the, right. the intention behind it. Um, this week I had a conversation with one of my clients that we're talking about the relationship with his wife and I've been working with him for the past year, a year and a half mm -hmm. and things have gotten better, but not necessarily where he wants things to be. And he's putting in the work, he's doing the work. So one of the things that he told me last week is that he realized uh, things that his wife was doing that he didn't like, but he never said anything. Never said anything about it. Yeah. And the moment that he said, he said, "Listen, this is what I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell. I love you, okay? I love you, but this, what you're doing here, it just makes me like retract, mm -hmm. makes me disconnect from you, makes me. So, I here is what I, I would like to happen." And that he's really honest about how he was feeling. He was really honest about what she was doing. Yeah. And at the end, she took that and she had no idea that that was happening. He had no idea that this, her actions of doing certain things, how it was eroding every single time, their quality time, their intimacy. To the point they said like, you know, I'm, I'm okay if you want to continue to do this, but I have a certain standard. I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not be able to take it. So we have to just, do you know, something do different. something about it. Yeah. So just that honest feedback and honest and having the courage too, because as men, we have to have the courage to say, hey, you know, sometimes we don't want to get into fights. Sometimes yeah. we're like, oh shit, like, I you know, if I tell my woman this, she's going to come at me and you, you know, always have 10 things that we're doing wrong. So therefore, why open up a can of worms? And I think that a lot of men resonate with that. It's like, you know what, if it's not broken, why fix it, right? It's not perfect. It's not great. It's not shitty either. It's good. So why why try to fix it? But they're missing on the part that like if you don't, if, if your relationship is good right now, and if you're not working towards getting it to great, eventually it's gonna be shitty. Yeah. Or eventually you're gonna be fucked. And why get stuck on good when it could be great? 
when it could be amazing, when it could be like spectacular, whatever words you want to use, like why get stuck on that? And I think that's where I see a lot of marriages now. It's like, they're just, they're on good. And that's what, I mean, and it's not, it, that's not right or wrong. It's just having the awareness of where you are and where you and want where to you go. Be. Yes. Because if, if you yes. think that your marriage is good right now and you want to stay there, you want to stay there, know yes. that it, like in anything, if your business is good right now, like what are the chances that's going to be good the next 21 years? Yes. Right? Unless you do something about it. Yes. If your health is good and you stop working out, what are the chances of, of you not growing? So always use the analogy of you're not growing, you're dying. If you're not working in your business, you're not gonna you're not gonna be and, in business any longer. And, and also it's a choice because here's the thing, like we Raul and I, we were together for a very long time and we were just riding the wave. Like we were good. It it wasn't bad. We were just good. And we had to make the choice to say like, okay, this is no longer good for us. Can we make it great? Can we make it amazing? What is it gonna take? It's gonna take a hell lot of energy and a lot of, you know, just showing up from ourselves. Consistency. So it's like, that's a the choice. Consistency. It takes I mean, that's one thing that I told you. Like, I'm I want you to put in my grave. When I die, he lies the, the most, most consistent, consistent motherfucker that's ever lived. Oh, consistent or persistent? <laughs> consistent and persistent. Okay. I'll do <laughs> because both. that's you know, that's that's a part of thing anything in business, in yes. marriage, in health. Are you sure? If you're consistent and you're yes. persistent. Yes. You'll make things happen. Yes. That's why I stayed with you for so long. 21 years, baby. Yes. 21 years. So thank you for watching the podcast. If you have any questions, comment below. What's yes. the biggest mistake that men are making? Or even men, what's the biggest mistake that women are making? Just give it to them. Give them feedback. Because it's not directly at them, but it's directly at so the we entire... Do the, yeah, we could do the entire, next one. Uh, the next one we'll do for the entire womanhood. Yes. All right? <laughs> so follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Facebook. Follow us everywhere except for our bedroom. That's where we keep it private. Thank you, babe. Yes, Learn it, you. live it, experience, experience it. it. Love, Love life. If you receive any value from this conversation, comment, subscribe, and share as we continue to impact more people and take it to the next level. And please send us your comments and questions so we could answer them in the next podcast. See you in the next episode.